Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Friday morning. We are, uh, of course, it's Valentine's Day and Friday, so a lot of people, I'm sure, are very excited that this is the last day of the work week for some. Others still have to work the weekend, but uh, sort of a lot of have uh, Valentine's plans, and then there's quite a few that don't, you know, and my heart goes out to those who do not have significant others. On a day like today, it can cause for uh, some depression and, and the uh, uh, an overwhelming feeling of loneliness. And don't let that uh, uh, be, you know, the uh, forethought of the mind there. Uh, you know, I've, for many years I was single before I got married. And Valentine's is always tough, and at least for me anyway. And it seemed like it... Uh, Everywhere you went, there's a couple, and there's somebody, you know, restaurant, movies, everywhere you go, people are holding, you know, it just seemed like it was just magnified, particularly this time of year, and, uh, and it does, you know, you, you sit there, and, and, you know, I battled loneliness anyway, and so it was tough for a lot of years, uh, having to spend uh, Valentine's uh, by yourself, you know, there's really nothing special about today, it's no different than it was yesterday, it'd be no different than tomorrow, it's just a, just a label that uh, uh, someone come up with, but, uh, so don't, don't, you know, instead, just try to find something, watch a movie and make you laugh or uh, get out and take a walk or so. Don't focus on, on what you don't have, but praise God for what you do have. So uh, good morning, Mr. Story. Uh, thanks you. Thank you, sir. I like my hat. So, uh, But anyway, um, so, you know, don't, uh, don't sit there and dwell on, on things that uh, there's nothing wrong with you if you're single on this time of year. There's nothing wrong with you. In fact, you're probably smarter than most <laughs> So you, you, don't, you don't have all the distractions and, and, and the uh, uh, arguing and a lot of other stuff that uh, some of us have to go through. So you're, you're good. But uh, so don't let today get you down at all. All right. So I thought since today is uh, Valentine's Day, what better verse to read than John 3:16? And then we're going to look over uh, at uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 13, uh, 4 through 7. So first, let's take a look at uh, John 3:16. a very familiar passage of scripture that I'm sure many of you know, which I don't take for granted that everybody knows this verse for the simple fact that when uh, Tebow uh, put that on his face, it's one of the most Googled uh, verses. And used to this one of the, one of the verses, if, if they didn't know any other verse in the Bible, usually this used to be the one that everybody knew. But anyway, it says, For God so loved, loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent, sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. So it's very important that we make sure we read verse 17. All right, sometimes that gets left out because that is it's vital. Uh, can I talk today? It is vital along with the rest of the verses following it as well. Now, in 1 Corinthians 13, uh, 4 through 7, we're going to bring that up here. Hold on, hold on. Give me this second here. All right, you can see this here. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, not puffed up. In place of charity, you just put love, is what that's saying. That love is, uh, is, is uh, can't speak today, long, suffereth long. And love is kind. Love, love envieth not. And uh, love is not puffed up. So you got to put love in place of charity from the King James. And it says, verse 5, doth not have behave itself unseemingly. Uh, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh not evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. So you can see the little uh, picture I have here that you can see that uh, for your with your with your own eyes. 
So uh, let me get my speaking of beauty. Let me get my face back up here. <laughs> so, you know, you know, we're looking, obviously, we look today as a day of, of love. And uh, when you're alone, like I said, this could be magnified to a certain degree. Uh, and some people just don't care. They don't care if they're single or what. They, you know, they just flow with it and don't think twice about it. It's interesting, uh, you know, you look at Valentine and, uh, and, you know, there's nothing unbiblical or wrong with it. Uh, it dates back to uh, Roman uh, era and uh, supposedly Valentine sent uh, a message to a young lady and he said, love your Valentine. And then uh, I think it was 1840s, uh, I think there was a woman, I can't remember her name now, mine's with blank, but uh, she's the one that predominantly kind of got the ball rolling on uh, on it being an official uh, holiday and her sending out little cards and love letters and such. But, uh, you know, when we look at love, there's different types of love that we have to understand. Uh, there is eros uh, in the Greek for an erotic kind of love, which I don't think need, needs any explanation. There's philia, uh, where we get the word Philadelphia, uh, that's a brotherly type of love. And then you have what God gives us uh, and something that we should share with others is agape love. Agape love is a very special kind of love. It is uh, beneficial. It is charitable. Uh, you know, it is uh, you know, that's what the, the unconditional love that God gives us. And that is his love for us that he did send his only son uh, to die for us because the, he realized that we are sin-filled people. All right, you understand that since the fall of Adam, uh, when they, him and Eve sinned and they were kicked out of the Garden of Eden, uh, they were at enmity with God, as we all are. Before we come to know Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior, we are at enmity with God. And so there need to be judgment. And uh, very easily, God could have condemned us all. He could have wiped us all off the face of the earth. We could all be spending eternity in hell right now. But because of his grace, because of his mercy, and because of his love, he sent Jesus Christ, his only son, to die on the cross. And Jesus Christ went willingly. He wasn't forced to do it. He didn't have to do it. He didn't have to leave the glories of heaven to come to this rotten, evil, wicked world. But he did it because he loved us. And well, as I was saying earlier, that, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, the affairs of the heart, uh, the devil don't play fair. And he wants to cause uh, depression. Uh, he wants to use that if you're mad at a, another if you're a significant other, then sometimes he'll use that as an excuse to, to justify an affair. Uh, it's just uh, the devil don't play fair. You know, and that's one thing I've heard people, and you've heard me say this before, you know, uh, where people try to say, well, what does your heart tell you? You know, you, the heart wants what the heart wants. Well, there's a certain amount of truth in that. The heart does what the heart wants because the heart is desperately wicked. And if you're following after your heart, you're going to go in a bad direction. So, you know, you see that in movies, you see that in TV shows you have well-meaning friends who say the same thing that uh you know just what does your heart tell you don't listen to your heart that's going to get you in a world of trouble listen to god you need to bring anything and everything before god that's one thing i tell my kids every date is a prospective mate so everybody you go with has the potential of being someone you're going to be married to and that's why my number one rule in this house you don't date anybody unless they're a christian and uh uh, you know, and I and I want to meet these people, and I'm going to ask them where do they go to church? Because it's easy to say, oh yeah, yeah, I go to church. Because you think somebody's 
pretty or you think somebody's good looking and so you, you because of your uh, uh, attraction to that person you can say well he says he goes to church or she goes to church and you know and, and just try to ignore that aspect of it but i'm telling you one way or the other no matter how much you try to avoid religion and politics and a relationship it's eventually at one point in time going to come up and come out in some form and if you're not equally yoked together then it's going to cause division and I know it first. I know it firsthand. I've done it. That's why I tell my kids because whenever they bring somebody around, I ask them, "Where do you go to church?" And sometimes they're like, "Uh, uh well, uh, uh, I, uh, I haven't been in a while, you know." And but then the next question I follow up with, "Do you know Jesus Christ, your personal Savior?" If they look me in the eyes and say, "Yes, I do," then that's my biggest part uh, right there. I prefer that they be active in a church. But as long as they know Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, that's the the biggest part of that. Because I don't want my children to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers, because it will not work. They will pull you down far quicker than you pull you up. A lot of us have this uh, uh, this this. Uh, complex if you will of wanting to uh, fix everything and fix everybody well you can't and, uh, and as much as you want to be a good influence around certain people or someone you're dating the greater chances are them to pull you down is for you to pull them up that's why we have to make good solid choices who we date who we marry who we associate ourselves with because it's very very easy to get led on the wrong path and we have to be very careful very watchful of that uh, to make sure that uh, we're, we're not uh, being led astray. Remember, the devil has thousands of years of experience, and it don't take much to tempt us and push us in the wrong direction. But when we look at this, the, particularly John three sixteen, for God so loved the world, and, uh, you know, he, because of his love for us, again, he sent his only son. But the, the only thing I want to read, always read 17, is that he didn't come to condemn the world, which is what we deserved, but he came to save us. And so we understand that agape love, you know, that, that love that comes from God, an unconditional type of love. And some, so many people have such a hard time understanding what unconditional love is because they might not have received it as a child. They might have been in abusive racial relationships as adults. And uh, it is very difficult for some people to understand a real true love out there and uh, you know you you think of unconditional love you think about the love of a child think of the love of an old dog you know when the dogs will always i don't care how mad you get at them or fuss at them they're always right there to, to show you love no matter what how bad your day is hey i ain't gonna sit here a lot there's been many a time i've cried in, in the neck of my little dog uh and uh, for particularly before i was married and like i said i battled loneliness for years i it was uh it was tough coming home to an empty house day after day no one there to greet you you watch tv there's no one there to sit with you to talk to you and it uh but it it, it takes its toll on you but the apostle paul which you know he marriage is a wonderful thing all right but uh not to say that it's not it's it's a very wonderful thing god's word says whoever finds a, a good wife uh, you know that's it's a wonderful thing but uh one thing that paul talked about that's good about being single is you have no distractions you can focus all your energy and your attention on christ alone and put him at the forefront and that relationship is what needs to be developed and once you develop that right relationship when you're ready, God will send the right person to you in your life. I say that was my problem uh, as a single person. I was not focusing on God. I was focusing inwardly. I was being selfish and I was being self-centered. And, and so that's why I, I uh, fell into that state of depression. And so if we look outwardly to God and to work on that relationship with him, that is the greatest love of all that you could ever imagine. And so that's what my encouragement for you is to uh, 
uh, have that type of love uh, for Jesus Christ. Let that develop. Let that work and uh, within you and concentrate on that and quit worrying about everybody else. And don't be in such a hurry. You know, uh, my, my biggest problem was I rushed too quick in a lot of relationships and uh, got a little clingy. And not only on top of that, but uh, uh, it just... Um, I was trying to find fulfillment through somebody else, and people will let you down. That's just a fact of life. People will let you down. People will lie to you. You know, as like I said Wednesday night, according to Barna Group, statistically, uh, one out of every five conversations someone has, they're lying. And uh, so you can't trust people. They're going to hurt you. They're going to break your heart. But the one who will not break your heart is God alone. He will not break your heart. Jesus Christ is always there. He will not leave you. He's not going to disappoint you. And he's always going to show you that true, unconditional love that only comes from God alone. And so we see time and again God's love throughout Scripture. You know, Ephesians is a wonderful passage. And what I always read, uh, Ephesians 5, is um, talking about uh, the roles of a marriage. And uh, that we, as husbands, need to treat our wives with respect. Of course, you always have the flip side of that. People try to say, I've had men say, she's supposed to submit to me. That is not what that's saying, all right? What that is saying is she's to submit to you spiritually. You are to be the head of the household. You are to have your family in church. You are to lead by example, and you need to be in the Word and in prayer. You, they need to see you doing that, that you have that passion in your heart for Jesus Christ because God's Word says on down Ephesians 5 is uh, you love your wife as your own body, whoever hated their own body. So again, expressing the proper love and respect to reciprocate between two people. It is it is not one above the other. Again, spiritually, the man is the head of the house. Also, just as Christ is head of the church, and the church is the bride of Christ, and that's why we emulate that. But outside of that, we are to work together. Now, there have been times uh, that uh, I've prayed about something, and I, if I felt sincerely this is what God's leading was, uh, I would, me and Brandy try to talk about it. And there's been times that she did not agree, and I had to do what I felt was right. And by you know, she might not have liked it at the time, but once she saw the fruition of, of what happened, she was like, boy, I'm glad you did that. So you know, you're not always going to agree, but if you're putting God first and seeking his will, even if there may be a disagreement on a decision and you're following God's will, I do believe that will be rewarded and you'll be blessed by it. So today is Valentine's Day, obviously, and I hope everybody has a wonderful Valentine's Day. But remember, don't look for your, your fulfillment and your peace and your strength through someone else. The only way you're going to find that is through Christ alone. And when you put Christ first in your life and in your relationship, only then will you be successful as, as a boyfriend and girlfriend or husband and wife. Only then will you be successful because no person on this earth can fill the void that you're searching for and looking for. That's why there's so much jealousy. That's why there is so much uh, control, whether uh, it's the man or the woman. And there's, you know, that's why we have all these problems because you're so scared of losing that individual. I've, come, I've had to learn the hard way. No matter how much you want to try to control the situation or how much you want to keep an eye on somebody else, which that's no relationship. If you have to worry constantly if somebody's going to leave, you're not. You have to get in the mindset, either this is God's will and this is going to work or it's not. Because no matter what you do, you could have 24-hour surveillance on somebody. If they're going to cheat, if they're going to leave you, they're going to find a way to do it. So, you know what? Just give it to God. It's going to be what it's going to be. And I, it, even in marriage, uh, I've had marital counseling and I can tell you that 30 I can tell you 30 seconds time they sit down if they want that marriage to work or not I can tell just by their body language and facial expressions alone and for and I, there's been many occasions I've had a couple sit before me for counseling and I can look at either the, the the man or the woman I look at either one of them and I can tell I'll, I'll fly to ask them you don't want this to work do you well no they just want me to come to this counseling I said well then 
There's no need to further go continue any further. You've made up your mind. Y'all just going to have to just do what you've got to do because there's, you, you can't force somebody to love you. All right. So what we got to do, no matter what the relationship is, give it to God. Keep him first. Keep your eyes focused on him. The devil is a master of distractions and he will use people to distract you from your focus with Christ and that walk with Christ. So make sure you stay focused and understand and, and, and soak in his love. Soak in his grace. Soak in his peace, his strength. That, my friends, is agape love, the true love, the beneficial, charitable love that comes from God. So this Valentine's Day, don't you know? It's great to honor whoever you're with, but let's make sure we give the proper honor and respect toward Jesus Christ alone. That, my friends, is the ultimate love. He gave, so, he loved you so much, he allowed himself to be nailed to a cross, and even death cannot hold him down. He is alive. He is alive. Thank God, he is alive. So he overcomes sin and death. And so that's the one who shows us true, meaningful love. Let us have a word of prayer. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you for this day, your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you, Jesus, for your great love. Thank you, God, for sending your only son to save us. Thank you, God, for being merciful. And thank you for forgiving us. Thank you for loving us. Despite our wicked ways, you still show love to us each and every day. Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with our teachers, bus drivers, parents, and children. Let them get to school and back safely without any problems or complications. I pray that uh, be with all those teachers and children and parents who are sick, that you bring healing upon them. And uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be with our first responders, our police officers, let them know they're loved and needed and appreciated. Be with all of our active military, those being deployed, keep them safe, give their families peace. And Lord, I pray for our president and I pray for protection about him and his family. And Lord, I pray that he will seek you and that you would give him the proper wisdom and discernment in leading this country. And Lord, for anyone, uh, anyone in this nation, world that doesn't know you, Lord, let them touch their hearts and minds. Let them come to know you before it's too late. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals watching this morning. Lord willing, Brandy and I will be doing our special Valentine edition podcast this evening. And uh, looking forward to that. And I hope you will be too. So be sure to tune in on Facebook right here at uh, Dr. Young 77. And you'll be able to watch the uh, uh, video of the, of the podcast. And uh, then later on, I will upload it uh, to the uh, actual Apple iTunes podcast, which is audio only. There is no, uh, no video with that, but uh, so you can listen to that or pass sermons and uh, be sure and get in on that as well. So I uh, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.